An overseas visitor to our shores recently remarked, If beings from another planet were attempting to learn about working in the United States by reading business magazines, they would have to assume that everyone in America is either a CEO or about to become one. The point is well taken. Ours is a culture obsessed with celebrity, and so we have made superstars of Bill Gates and other fascinating leaders, just as we have made legends of favored rock stars and screen actors. Nevertheless, even as we read yet another article that implies that Microsoft is Bill Gates, we know better. We know that every successful organization has at its heart a cadre of co-leaders, key players who do the work, even if they receive little of the glory. Take Microsoft's Steve Ballmer. According to insiders, much of the software giant's unprecedented success is due to Ballmer, its relatively unknown second-in-command. Ballmer is Microsoft's president and top tactician, the person responsible for everything from getting the first Windows operating system shipped to keeping the company supplied with top-notch personnel. Although the average person hears his name and wonders, Steve who? Ballmer has created Microsoft as surely as has his more famous boss. Microsoft could lose Bill Gates, former staffer Adrian King told Forbes, but it could not survive without Steve's sheer will to succeed. That's what makes the company unique. This book reflects our conviction that you must look beyond the Bill Gateses of the world to understand what will make organizations succeed in the new millennium. In this first comprehensive study of co-leaders and their often quiet power, we challenge the time-honored notion that all great institutions are the lengthened shadows of a great man or woman. It is a fallacy that dies hard, but if you believe, as we do, that the genius of our age is truly collaborative, you must abandon the notion that the credit for any significant achievement is solely attributable to the person at the top. We have long worshipped the imperial leader at the cost of ignoring the countless other contributors to any worthwhile enterprise. In our hearts, we know that the world is more complex than ever, and that we need teams of talent, leaders and co-leaders working together to get important things done. The old corporate monotheism is finally giving way to a more realistic view that acknowledges leaders not as organizational gods, but as the first among many contributors. In this new view of the organization, co-leaders finally come into their own and begin to receive the credit they so richly deserve. Gates and Balmer exemplify a relatively new type of alliance between a leader and his or her chief ally. In this scenario, so typical of Silicon Valley, the number one and number two associates seem more like buddies, or at least peers, than boss and subordinate. This new egalitarianism reflects a dramatic change in organizational life today. In Henry Ford's corporate America, the person at the top held all the power. He, and it was almost always a he, owned the company and all its assets. The workers were hired hands. But on the cusp of the year 2000, economics is based on a very different reality. Microsoft and other high-tech companies are in the business of ideas. Good ideas belong, initially at least, to whoever has them, not to the company or the boss. 
Superior ideas can come from anyone in the organization, and they empower the people who have them, whether their business card says CEO or intern. If Microsoft is not a true meritocracy, it is nonetheless a company in which talent is valued and courted. Talent always has the power to walk, especially if, as in the case of Balmer, the talent already has roughly $12 billion worth of Microsoft stock in its pocket. In such an environment, no chief executive would risk losing a key player by demanding unquestioning obedience or any of the other outdated hallmarks of the rigidly hierarchical corporation of yesterday. This new egalitarianism isn't just a matter of style. It's a question of survival. In the new climate, every leader knows that the organization's best minds will take